Hello and welcome to the light-hearted um, episode of Burning Questions. Um, hi, Alex. How Sholen? Hi, Diego. You can all say hi back in, you know, So, guys, today um, we're talking about it's it's a little interesting um, what you guys were talking about, and we have a different view from one of our colleagues from Gabriel. And he was very um, kind to share his thoughts with us um, via a quote. So this is what his quote says. It's very interesting. Majority youth unemployment will persist as long as property rights are threatened by Gucci-slinging, looting racial, racial nationalists. Um, guys, I don't know how I feel about this quote. Um, and as always, I always say I have a lot to say, but... Uh, let's open up. Let's start with Sholen. Sholen, um, Gucci slinging, looting, national race, racial nationalists. What do you think about this quote? Yeah, so absolutely. I can't agree with Gabriel more. Um, and mm -hmm. in this quote, the Gucci slinging, looting, racial, racial nationalists that he's referring to are the likes of um, some of our political elite, like the EFF and ANC, mm. who, you know, pretend to be um, fighters for the people. Um, yes, really? tend to um, walk around with the um, overalls in Parliament, but behind the scenes walk around with Gucci and Louis Vuitton and the latest Mercedes Benz, um, which is pretty ironic, um, <laughs> in my opinion. But you know, drip but is forever. Serving the people forever. is temporary. You know, even for Malema, holes is temporary. <laughs> <laughs> even for Malema, drip is forever. You, you're right, Mali. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Alex, your thoughts before we go into um, the comments. Yeah, I, th I think what's important to to acknowledge in Gabriel's quote is uh, the idea of property rights. Um, mm -hmm. He says, you know, property rights will remain threatened um, by, you know, essentially race nationalists who, who want to nationalize the land, they want to nationalize the healthcare, they want to nationalize banks, they want to nationalize mines. So essentially what they want to do, and I think especially going on what we discussed earlier in, in Freedom Fanatics um, is that they want to take control away from people. And what mm. we've just realized is that, you know, people need more control over what is theirs. Yeah. So if people have ownership, um, they're more likely to take care of what, what's around them. Um, and we can see that when, when the state owns and manages stuff, particularly in South Africa, and, it, you know, it's, things fall apart. So I think, uh, I think Abel's spot yeah. on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Diego, maybe let me have you, your, your thoughts there quickly. Yeah, well, I was about to say that no, no one wants to invest in a country whereby property rights are shaky. You know, you are not really mm. sure um, where things stand in terms mm. of property rights. So that's been part of the problem in South Africa. Investors are quite hesitant to invest in the South African economy, given mm. all these conversations taking place around property rights. And most concerning is that the governing party uh, at its last policy conference adopted mm -hmm. land expropriation without compensation as a policy position that they would implement in government. So as, mm -hmm. as an investor, you didn't want to invest in a country whereby you could put your money today, sorry, mm -hmm. and wake up the next day with, with, with yeah. everything um, taken by the government and belonging to the government, including investments mm -hmm. that you have made. So 
it's it's no surprise that unemployment keeps on rising because really investors do not have confidence in in, in the south african economy and how things are being carried out in the country sure yeah definitely okay um let's go to what the people think you know people and don't hesitate sharing what they think about our quotes you know it's very nice to see. So this one is from Sizwe, and Sizwe says, beneficiaries of apartheid systems, as much as they inherited assets illegally obtained by their forefathers, are guilty of inheriting stolen properties. Hey, man, Alex, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, oh, that was weird. Okay, but yes. Alex, let's no, go. no, no. That's uh, yeah. It's a, it's a tough one. That's the problem. With, it's frustrating with the with the with the conversation around property rights. I mean, it's fair enough that it, it gets gets drawn back to uh, dispossession, uh, land dispossession in, in the past, previous in, in injustices, given our given our history um, of race based oppression. Um, but it just goes to show how important um, property rights are. Um, so I think. To, to kind of touch on what Cesar is saying is um, the the I understand there's a, the problem is that the 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 government has failed in its restorative justice project of land um, restitution. I believe rest, restitution and redistribution are, are two different things. In mm-hmm. the whole land restitution process is flawed, and I think that's definitely something that people should hold. Uh, the NC government to account 100%. But I think mm-hmm. what's important to recognize is what the government's intentions are. Um, as Tiago mentions, with such adopting a policy, um, or at least the ANC adopting the policy and trying to put it through through Parliament of expropriation and vying for uh, one of the, 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 the proposals was for state custodianship. So ultimately, we just need to be very aware of, of of government actions um, when it comes to property rights, um, and you know if the if the state owns everything, everyone loses. So then there'll be yeah. no restorative justice for everyone, and uh, yeah, it's just going to perpetuate those forces that Caesar uh, points out. Yeah, yeah if I can add on to to Alex's point, um, what we also saw is that although the intentions of it might be um, might might appear good, as in you know we need to rectify injustice of the past through um, going through this land reform process, something that we need to be wary of is how it is done. Because if we look at in Zimbabwe, when um, mm-hmm. Robert Mugabe and his clique decided that, you know what, we need to go on a land reform um, process. Yeah. And it was not the ordinary um, um, Zimbabwean that actually, you know, benefited from this, but he instead mm-hmm. prioritized giving land um, to one of his um, compatriots, the people around yeah. him. That's where he was yeah. actually focused on giving land. So that's why we need to be very careful when people come with promises, but um, they don't actually go through with what um, they say. So yeah, that would be uh, a, a crucial concern. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's go to the last comment um, from colleague Ile. And this one just starts off uh, randomly or weirdly. Um, it says, yet we seem to we seem not to believe in restorative justice regarding property injustices of the past. Um, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, question mark. Diego, um, what are your thoughts there? <laughs> Those are important, you know. 
Well, well, we have laws. We we have government laws uh, that are there to assist with restoring justice to those that an injustice was um, done upon in the past. But unfortunately, the government of the day is is, is ha has not been working hard enough to ensure that they do restore um, those properties back to their rightful owners in instances whereby land was indeed stolen. But I think the property, the property issue is very complex. It would mm -hmm. require much more, a much lengthier conversation. Um, given that, well, my my own belief is that we can we can't even look at, for example, land that we we can't begin the conversation at at, at the point whereby land was stolen by uh, white people when they arrived in mm -hmm. South Africa. In instances whereby land was stolen. Remember that. Not all land that, that 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 white people occupy in South Africa or have occupied in South Africa was stolen land. Some of the land was vacant. Some of the land was was bought. Of course, some of the land was stolen. But as well, even before white people arrived in South Africa, there are um, instances whereby black people um, amongst themselves had, had had stolen land from each other. Yeah. And in an area like Hamalepo, here in Mpopo, you have Hoshi Mulepo, who is the king of Hamalepo. Uh, but if you go there and have conversations with elder, elders in the community, they'll tell you that this is not the original king. Before this king, there was another king. These ones came yeah. through, fought that one, and 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 took over the kingdom. So it's it's a very complex matter that yeah. must be analyzed thoroughly, and, yeah. and 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 context is everything as well. You yeah. must analyze yeah. it looking at the, at the past context context as well, whereby mm. conquering communities was the order of the day. One mm. king conquering another king was the order of yeah. the day. That's how things were done. And it seems to be a shocking thing when white people came into South Africa and conquered black people. Whereas it, yeah. it's something that has always been happening. Tribes always mm -hmm. conquered each other. The issue seems that it's, it's it's people of a different race who came and conquered. Definitely. But the color is now different. Yeah. yeah. So mm. if we are going to discuss this, I think we must start it at that very point and, and, and start with tribal wars, how land was stolen then, and come with mm. it, white people and everything, understanding the context of what was yeah. the order of the day at the time. So yeah, we'll, we'll need a much lengthier discussion around this. I'm ready. Um, when yeah. can we schedule a history, you know, history <laughs> podcast, you know, how the land was yeah. stolen? Um, Sholen, uh, do you have anything yeah. to say? Yes, I wanted to add is that We've seen how um, the state or the government cannot even run um, a proper um, electricity supply, run proper water supply, get rid of our sewage, um, provide us with safety and security. Why would you trust them to manage land, a crucial, important um, part of our economy? If they can't even run our electricity, why would they be able to run our land? I have no idea how we believe in them. But you know what? You know, a little hope will never I kill anyone. Another another discussion we should perhaps have at a later stage is, is a very mm. discussion around kings and why we have kings in a democracy. Some of these kings, mm. like I mm. said, came through taking over from other people uh, through wars, fights and everything. Surely yeah. if we have kings in today's state, I should be able to go and kill King, the king of the Zulu people, right now, ah, is over from him ah, and become yes. a king. If, if it can very tribalist. <laughs> so, well, I'm giving you this that, that is a joke, were guys. Born, kings were not born with this thing. Some of them mm. took it over from someone. Surely, if it's yeah. something that we're yeah. continuing with, 
in a democracy, then I should be allowed right now to go and slaughter a king and take over mm. their kingdom. If it's a system mm. that we're continuing with and recognizing these people as official kings. They became official kings through killing. Mm. Surely we should be able mm. to remove them from the seats uh, through killing. But that's that's a discussion uh, for another day. It does right. link with the <laughs> discussion we're killing, having now. But you know, other ways we can, we can remove them in other ways. But it's ways. how it happened. <laughs> if I can just add some fuel to that fire. I think yeah. I think what's important that Tiago like, points to is this this debate has nuance. You can't just mm. be a historical and look at it through one lens. Yeah. You know, you've got to look at it through a tribal lens. You've got to look at it through African history lens. Um, And also, yeah, like, that's the thing. I think we were mentioning, like, the tribal authorities. The idea of a title deed is not necessarily something that uh, runs rampant through South Africa, but it is the essence of property ownership, especially when it comes to to land. So I think think Mm. it's also, I think it's a great precedent that's been set, and I think it's definitely a conversation that can be had. And I think that's really what you're just trying to do here at FAN is have these conversations yeah. so i think it's a, it's awesome that we do get this feedback and we have such awesome uh, engagement from our fans yeah. um yeah especially on on facebook yeah from yeah. our fans get it you guys get it okay <laughs> anyway guys thank you so much um for this discussion and you at home i hope um you enjoyed it and you learned a thing or two um from this episode and do remember your freedom is worth fighting for